0: heaven no it's iowa eric i'm having some trouble coming with a bit for our podcast today oh yeah
1: really uh there's a lot of great stuff here what about you know the scene where they run over a
0: kid's head uh, what would you what would you do with that
1: I don't know. I guess okay. Maybe not that scene. I about a joke about uh,
0: where some guys
1: try to uh, have their way with a blind lady and then shoot their seeing eye dog.
0: Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, tell me how you what you do with that.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm starting to see your point. Um, not a whole lot funny about a, a child prostitutes, I guess. So never mind.
0: Yeah, just you know what, you know what, man, just screw it. I'm gonna sing the opening opening song. Hot sweat running down your face. Muscles working overtime. So slick. Skin tight. Gonna make that body mine. I I tell tell you to
1: stop, but I love it too much. I'm not sure this idea works.
0: We're talking about Toxic Avenger on the pot of Dreams.
1: Meet little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat!
1: They teased him.
0: I wanna do it with you. Okay!
1: They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger The Toxic Avenger is coming to your town. Look out.
0: All right, Eric. So when you talk about movies, one of the things that's super important to you is how rewatchable it is. You know, you want a movie that you're going to not only enjoy watching the first time, but you're going to enjoy watching it through the years. With that in mind, would you ever watch The Toxic Avenger again? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: If dude, this is the most bonkers crazy movie ever made in the history of movies and if you want to have a few drinks and just laugh at the most ridiculous things you're seeing like ever put to camera put this movie on I mean this it is there's so many things that I was just so shocked and stunned I had to like rewind like the, honestly the the kid getting run over I, I think I watched it four times cuz they're like what in the, what in the hell is this so shocking. So yes, I would definitely rewatch this movie again. Um just because it's the craziest thing ever.
0: I'm very very relieved to hear you say that because this is this is one of this is my comfort food. This is a movie I've seen I think 4 times now. You have to like, be all the in, way
1: you have to be in the mood for it though. Like and you have to be the right person. This movie only probably works for like a small segment of like movie fans, but it works yeah. for me.
0: It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not for everybody no. at all. But for me, for for Ben Lewis, this is don't, this is don't my comfort. Like don't sit down at
1: Thanksgiving with your family and say, "Let's watch a movie." And no, it's on. not a family movie at <laughs> yes. all. But
0: it is, it is beginning to end in joy. When I first hear that bo- narrator come in, Tromaville, all the modern amenities, and that voice comes on, like I'm like I'm I'm back home. I'm here in Tromaville. I'm I'm happy. I'm escaping my problems for an hour and a half, and I'm just gonna watch this wonderful wonderful little movie
1: well it's funny because you know i just mentioned like it's only for a certain segment of people like this was a hugely popular movie right i Uh, mean
0: later on obviously it made like no i don't even know if it had a theatrical run if it did it made absolutely no money at the actual run yes but it it killed it in the the very new at the time this this movie came out like like 84 i think and then it killed it in VHS, you know, like a just, lot of movies.
1: Not just money-making, like, for the film, like, cultural significance. There was, like, action figures and freaking cartoon. Cool. You remember the cartoon? I, well, I, let actually, me
0: – I'll explain to you how I found this. So this will be an anecdote that will justify all that stuff. So, yes, there was a cartoon in the – sometime in the early 90s called The Toxic Crusaders. That's what I saw
1: first. I definitely saw Yeah, that's saw what that I, first. It. I saw
0: first as well. I saw it as a kid. I don't remember watching that much or even liking it in particular, but – Toxie is one of the main characters and there's two other mutant characters in it. And I was strolling through Netflix. I don't know this, maybe 2015, 2016, maybe earlier than that. Maybe, maybe 2013. I don't know. sometime a few years ago. And I saw Toxic Avenger popped up and I'm like, Oh, what they made a movie off the cartoon show. I mean, like an idiot. And then I looked at the time I was like, Oh wait, this is the other way around. This came first. And then I read the description. And I'm like, What? This movie sounds really violent and weird and not something you would ever base a kid show off of.
1: So you didn't know about it. the movie until like 2015?
0: Something like that. Middle aughts awesome Oh, that's interesting.
1: Think. See, like this, so, this to me was one of those like VHS tape things. I'm sure we rented it once and watched it like when I was, I don't know. With,
0: with your big, well big brother? Over, you, yeah, you, he,
1: he must yeah. have grabbed it at Blockbuster and we we watched it.
0: Okay, yeah. No, I I had never seen it or heard of it before. I watched it, and it was just pure joy. Smile on my face, beginning to end of this movie. It's like I could not, I can't believe this movie. This movie is relentless. It is fantastic. It,
1: but but yeah, it's 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 comical because it doesn't make any sense. The acting is awful. Like some Correct. of the worst acting in in movie history. The the plot of the movie, like what happens, is just stupid. It's it's completely ridiculous. But so, it's yeah, I want
0: <laughs> hilarious though because it's so off the uh, like off the wall bonkers. Well, there's so many things I love about it. So like that bad acting, it's bad acting, but almost everybody's trying. That's the great part. There's nobody who's being ironic. They're just really putting a lot into it, uh, and it's it's wonderful. But to set up the stage of the plot of this movie, it, it's set in this fictional town of Tromoville, which is New Jersey. And it's a town ridden with corruption and pollution. And it's this bizarre hybrid of like a death wish, where you know, like a there's a cop who just ex-cop who's had enough and he's got to clean up these streets, or Cobra, you know, like crimes the disease, yeah, very 80s, yeah, yeah. right. This very like I'm I'm gonna just kill a bunch of people because that's what's wrong is we're too soft. Mixed with like a bizarre superhero story, they're melted together and they ratchet up all those tropes to 11. The people in it are so comically evil, it's insane. Uh, they aren't run of the mill evil. I mean, there's people who are. There's a woman who masturbates to pictures of dead kids. Uh, there's four working out yuppie people who drive around getting points for running kids over. Yeah, d- you got to stop
1: there, though. You got to stop. Like that. Because the, the movie is sort of. It's like weird and funny, and these guys are mean to the Melvin guy. Like, there's clearly like a bully, you know, buff guy bully thing going on. But when you get to the car scene. That's when everything comes goes to like a whole new level. We're just like, what in the hell is this movie?
0: Yeah, that's where you know it's not going to flinch away. I mean, there's this ridiculous song that plays as this boy goes out for a bike ride on a highway. Innocent little kid
1: a biking down the street. <clears throat> and for no, yeah. Slug and Bozo, the two like main bad guys in this movie, are driving on a car with their girlfriends. And, and, they're and they're they have like like
0: evil girlfriends.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean, they're all just crazy. But you don't really think they're going <laughs> to do anything that crazy yet. And he starts talking about this point system where if they hit something, they get extra points and how a kid's worth more. And then they see this kid and you're just like, no, they're not going to do that. Sure enough, runs over the kid, kid flies over the car and you're like, okay, that's pretty bad. And then he throws it in reverse and drives over the kid's head and you see the head just squish under the tire. In one of the most disturbing death scenes I've ever seen. Little kid and his body shaking. His limbs are just shaking there with his flattened head over the car. And I, I was just I paused it and I was like, That can't be what just happened. Like that is not because I didn't you know I, I remembered this movie being violent, <laughs> but I was like, This is not this can't even be it.
0: And you're talking
1: about it makes me happy. Go back and rewatch it. And that this it wasn't until the second time that I started laughing, because then I was like Oh, that's what this is. Like, this is like balls to the wall. Like, I don't care about anything. This is the most, like, violent, like, grotesque thing you could ever put to film. And these yeah. guys are laughing about Then They take, They stand over his dead body and take pictures of him. And then you're saying, yeah, they the the girl ends up masturbating to the pictures of a dead kid they just
0: drove over. It is it is the craziest <laughs> sequence in movie history as far as that. And, and I wish I could describe the music that's playing. I don't know how to describe There's a song playing. This weird light. It's like danger zone
1: from the, uh, you know, top gun. Sort 100. of, yeah. but it's
0: like more mild. It's more easy listening than that. Even it's like, it's hard to describe. It doesn't. It fits perfectly, but also it doesn't fit at all, which is why it fits. Perfectly. It's it's so doesn't, bizarre.
1: Doesn't the the slug guy say something about going to church after he runs
0: over the kids? Oh yeah, to- yeah. Well, they're like they really? want to do more, right? They they killed this kid on a bike, and they're like, we need to go around. He's like, no, nah, I gotta go home. And they're about to give him some shit. Like, you gotta go to the home. He's like. Oh, well, I got to go to church the next day. It's yeah, it's just a yeah. a silly throwaway line, uh, but shows how messed up. I mean, Bozo is is such a hilariously awful character. Uh, so at one point there's yeah this janitor who works at the gym, who's got I he's clearly got special needs. I don't know how else to describe. I mean, he he's not there. There's just something that's you know he's got some sort of developmental disability. And yeah, but that was an
1: over. 80s trope where they're like weird guy who's got some problems works at this place and everybody picks on him you know i the one thing i thought of when i saw this movie re-watching it like the mo- the book carrie by stephen king it's a lot like this like the you know and the book obviously came before the movie but um the idea of this like sort of weird person that gets these special powers and ser- seeks revenge on everybody it's very carrie-esque in my opinion
0: Sort of, but I love that like they, there's this professor who gives a lecture oh, on they the call professor. him Foxy. Yeah. He's like he has the ability to sense evil, so it sets it up that like he's pre-programmed to just kill people that are evil, which is again this like death wish trope, right? You're just not supposed to care anybody You're like the Nazis in an Indiana Jones movie. Hey, they're violent, so you get to enjoy the violence because those people are pure evil. It's it's such a hilarious and silly narrative device. And it makes it even more fun. You're like, well, I guess he's killing people who are evil, so I don't have to feel bad about the violence. I can indulge my violent urges. It's it's really stupendous. But this Boso guy, they he, they rig up something where the janitor, uh, he, he puts on a tutu and he's going to... That well, with his
1: girlfriend i, I always because you would see the pictures of the toxic avenger he always had the tutu on and i i never remembered from seeing it like why the hell did he have a tutu on it never <laughs> made any sense to me but like of course there's some stupid reason for it because the the one one girl was you know, wanted him to wear a tutu when he she came when he came to see her and that's when they played the trick on him but the tutu thing was funny to me because like I, I never knew why he had sure. that on
0: yeah, that was, that was no, the only thing I remembered from the cartoon was that like he that he's gonna go on a date and his date's like you gotta wear this tutu. It's really gets me going. So he wears a tutu and then that's part of the joke. But he he ends up getting harassed by literally everybody in the health club. I mean, everybody's like waiting and watching for the prank. I love that everybody hangs out at this gym and spa all day long. Apparently everybody. But they, he ends up running out the window to try to get away from people inexplicably. He's just so distraught. D- Dives straight
1: through the glass. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's, yeah absolutely. And, and he lands and... There's this truck just driving around toxic ooze. Yeah, like that, was the part, loose. that was the part I wanted. The, the truck with the barrels of ooze just just sliding
1: around on the back of the truck. Yeah, <laughs> it was so hilarious. It's just this flatbed truck
0: with these toxic ooze things just sliding around. Uh, I and thought the, that was cool. Well, like, and they have to stop there because the guy has like cocaine, so they have to right. stop and start yeah. cocaine right in front of the health club. So he goes face first with these barrel of toxic ooze and starts like melting in. That's his like radioactive spider moment. And as he's, like, wincing and writhing in pain, Bozo, the guy who, like, helped set this all up, was like, he's faking it. This guy's yeah. faking it. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. he can't take a joke, he stinks. He stinks, Julie. This guy's stressing me out. He's stressing like, me out. I'm very stressed out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he sounds a bit like Robert De Niro in Raging Bull, actually, a little bit. Like, um, yeah. it's it pretty funny. And he ends up uh, turning into this toxic mutant. Who again is super strong and I guess impervious to bullets? I don't well, know,
1: but so. But he's just just to jump back, the the transformation, like the the one thing this movie has like incredibly well is like costume, sp- the special effects stuff. Oh, the like, practical effects are genuinely I mean, I, fun. They were, that, that scene too. I was so blown away. like you know now it's it would great. just be some CGI blob nonsense. But, like, it would suck. Yes. Yep. It, and not just that scene. I mean, the whole the, – all the makeup, costuming, and the, the – the, I mean, it's, all the so, violent, it's completely disgusting, but, like – Well, yeah, the violent it, deaths. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean – It's done really, really well. Like, they put a lot of time and effort into it. And there's, like, for, yeah. tanks for, and shit and, like, cars blowing up. Like, for a movie that costs probably not a mil- even a million dollars, like, there's some amazing stuff in it.
0: No, I, I, there's, I love it. Cause you can see yeah, the effort and the joy that went into it as, as bad as the acting it, it is like people really wanted to make this movie that were part of it. Cause almost nobody made any money. And yeah, I love it. And when you say that expression, they don't make movies like that anymore. It's really true from a practical standpoint, like practical effects. They just don't make practical effects like that anymore. And I, I love them. They're just fun to look at, even though you, you know, they're practical effects. They're just way more fun to watch than a CGI, like a practical effect of a head squishing is way better than a cgi head squishing effect i mean it's not even close and so yeah it is genuinely there's a, a car chase towards the end of the movie and you can see like there's two handles that have been like bolted on the top of the car yeah for the when he's man. hanging on
1: yeah what yeah, he's hanging and, on yeah and, yeah. And, yeah
0: technically in a more professional movie you wouldn't see those if you try to hide those but i love that you can see that like look there's a guy holding onto those so that he can be on top of the car that's driving down the street uh, I I mean, that makes me, that endears itself to me, but I I just love, yeah. I mean, they're going to like, this is going to be a revenge movie mixed with a superhero movie and we're going to make the people really, really terrible. And we're going to make sure, you know, the superhero, well, he just has to kill evil. That's why. I mean, it's, he's like, he can't stop himself. And there's a moment where you have to like doubt the hero aspect. He kills an old lady. He shoves her into a a washing machine at a dry cleaner. And it turns out she's like some crime Lord. Uh, It's great. It's just great. But I want to talk about, Eric, My, my fi- the the height of... There's so many parts about this movie I love. And it's only like an hour and 22 minutes long, but it's just packed. And once you get the premise set up, once they get like 25 minutes in, it's like, all right, we're just going to go and we're going to watch Toxie kill a bunch of horrible people. And that that's it. That's the movie. But we got to the scene at the taco place.
1: Oh, that's the favorite. taco scene. Yes.
0: I, I do love the kid getting run over, but the taco scene, that's where... That's where, that's just pure beginning to end joy. So there's these three criminals who decide they're going to hold up a taco place. One of them's wearing absurd, I don't even know what you'd call it, makeup. The face paint? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a Batman face villain, villain paint, yeah. makeup. And, and this is where like I just have so, such respect for it. Like, you want to make people hate it. So we get a blind woman sitting there, and they're, they're just robbing these people of this taco place, and they're going to rape this blind woman. And they... The dog starts growling. She's got a seeing eye dog with her. The dog starts growling or trying to stand up for her. And they shoot the dog. And they show it. They show the dog getting shot. And they show it. it's clearly makeup on a dog that's just lying there. But, like, they put a bunch of makeup on. And they show these people shooting a blind woman seeing eye dog and try to rape her. I mean, it's
1: just ludicrous. Insane. It's absolutely insane.
0: And then we get the best fights and the best deaths in Is the Is that movie. the first time we
1: hear his the toxic Avengers voice? Because that part, it killed, every time he spoke, it just killed me. His weird, like, this sort of straight, narrow, like, lawyer voice. Yeah, yeah it's, like
0: Clark, it's like Clark Kent, Superman, Clark- right? It's like yeah, very.
1: Yeah. Hello, ma'am. Excuse me.
0: I believe you dropped this. Sir. <laughs> right, but he's this mutant, you know, fa- his face is falling he's off. He's very and, formal and polite. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got the corny puns. Um, and it's
1: clearly just, like, dubbed over. Yeah, It's it's insane.
0: No, yeah, the the, the mouth that like the mask for for the Toxic Avenger doesn't really move. They don't, It's not like it articulates the mouth. Right. They just like they just yeah they just they just did it in it, it post editing and just added the guy do voiceover. And it works it works just fine for this movie. Uh, I mean, you get a guy who who's fighting and he loses an arm.
1: Yeah, he just rips uh, his arm right off. He just rips that guy. off. the guy's right like off.
0: standing there. He doesn't realize at first. He's still trying it to fight him with the other thing. arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. One guy gets. Turned into a milkshake, and now they get his hand stuck in a fry fry fryer. Uh, just ludicrous. And there's a, a a weird drunk guy, like a drunk fry cook, who's just like worried he's hallucinating the whole thing. But it's just just wonderful. That's um, that's that's my favorite scene. Just some of the worst things you've ever heard. Hey Leroy, have you ever wanted a cornhole? I've always wanted a cornhole, a a blind. <laughs> Jesus, beat. yeah. It's one yeah. of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah uttered in a movie ever and that's after they've shot a seeing i mean it's just ludicrous so that that's what it gives you and and it's clear they're like spoofing a bunch of other movies there's elements of like friday the 13th in there and mad max inspired the car chase uh but mean, mean, that's it i mean you just get so many characters that just say the worst stuff the hey a guy who promises a 12 year old that she can go to a david bowie concert tries to make her a child prostitute and then he's just walking the streets trying to get somebody to solicit her. And he's like 12, she's only 12 years old and only $12. I mean, it's just, just some really first rate, horrible stuff. Um, but Eric, I want to ask there's, a, I'm always conflicted about the ending. What did you think of the big showdown in the park at the very end?
1: You mean by the campsite or they're at the campsite?
0: Yes. Yep. And they get like the national guards there and the mayor, he rips the
1: mayor's guts
0: out. Right. But before that, like, People, are the people in town going to stand up for Toxie or not?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's stupid, but it, it fits the stupid movie. Like, the whole stuff with the with the blind woman, like, their love triangle or the montages. Of uh, the I love said, the love
0: montage. It's so like it's, stupid, but every love montage dog. is stupid. Yeah, you know, it's... And then every, they
1: move out to the, like, uh, toxic dump, and he lives yeah, out there. Yeah, she moves in
0: with him. Yeah. They put up a picture of the dog. The joke yeah. that she's re- blind, but she's really bad at it and doesn't know anything. I mean, that's just – and and there's, like, a super inordinate amount of nut shots in the movie. I mean, think it yeah. happens, like, five times where somebody she gets some in with the, nuts. the With the champagne bottle pop thing, too. She gets them around the nuts. Yeah, and it happens during a bunch of fights, and you get the, like, cross-eyed, oh, oh it hurts face all yeah. the time. But I, the ending, I'm, I'm just – I'm so conflicted by because it, it is stupid in a delightful way. Then I think, man, I want the best kills to be the end, right? You just want to kind of build up to just some crazy, yeah. well, action sequence at the end where things really go nuts. I and was he disappointed the Nazi that
1: police chief. Yeah, the Nazi police chief was weird. Like, what the heck? All of a sudden, he's like German and he's doing the high Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I was going to, Um But yeah, the, the I thought it was going to build up to a big kill for uh, Slug and uh, Bozo, but like they just, you didn't even see one of them. He just threw him out the car. And then the other yeah. guy, the car blows up. I suppose that's like a big thing. The car blows up, but yeah, I, I was surprised there wasn't a, a bigger uh, like climax to him getting revenge on those guys. Cause, he, cause the two the two women, he like brutalizes them. The one girl, he like burns her on the in the sauna. We yeah, don't
0: see her die. Yeah, she says, but yeah, this would be it, a lesson to your hot ass. Yeah, I mean that's puts pretty her on brutal. Sauna Oh, it's it would hurt a lot. And then the and other then we the, don't in see in the basement, right? He, he
1: chases her down into the basement.
0: Yeah, it's like a horror sequence. It feels yeah. very much like Friday the Thirteenth. You know, right. he's the he's the killer. Slowly on. and we see him have a pair of scissors, and then it cuts away before we see it. Right now, should be you known there is an unrated version of this. And we saw the rated version, as graphic as it was, there is some stuff that wasn't included for whatever reason. Yeah, if,
1: if you're listening this far and you have, you, you said you can get it on YouTube, right? You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. You can watch I watch
0: the whole thing on YouTube. I yep. watched
1: it on Plex, the free streaming service, so I guess I'd sat through commercials. But um, you said at one point it was on Netflix, right? So it's not on there anymore. but
0: Yeah, and you can rent it from Amazon. I mean, yeah. it's probably like four bucks. It's It's an hour and 20 minutes. But you've never
1: seen the unrated version. I, I don't
0: know if I have I may okay. have and I may not I might the Netflix one might have been unrated I was trying to look for it as like it's a movie I want to own in some capacity and I want the unrated cut because I yeah I want it as violent and insane as possible give me more nonsense I mean generally with these movies you want to keep it short this is uh this is made by like Lloyd Kaufman who did a bunch of these low budget well yeah so violent was, spoof movies
1: that was the piece I was going to chat about so like not only we're talking about how this got was popular because there was cartoons and stuff. They made what three sequels? So there's three movies. Or yeah, so no, I've, I've seen
0: I've seen the second and the third one, and then there's a fourth one that came out in like the early 2000s, which I've and, not and seen.
1: Apparently, there's production. There's supposed to be a, a reboot of it. Uh, on it's, Wikipedia, there's a reboot that's been kicking around since 2018, um, and the most recent update was that Peter Dinklage was going to be in it. Yep. And then and Elijah
0: Ke- Wood and Elijah Kevin, Kevin
1: Bacon. Yeah. As, as recently as like June of 2021. So, um, but the trauma thing, that was the thing I was going to talk to you about. Like, um, have you seen any of their other movies?
0: So I've seen some, I, I, none that I've liked as much as toxic Avenger, I man, toxic Avenger hits me in all the right spots. I've seen ones called surf Nazis must die, which is an absurd title they're Nazis who are surfers. And I, I think they're like terrorizing a beach or something. It wasn't as as funny um, or as enjoyable. Other people like Class of Nukem High, which I've never seen. That's another one that some people really, really like. Uh, Tromeo and Juliet, which is a Romeo and Juliet spoof, but with weird mutant monsters. I mean, it's,
1: that's the whole. Isn't that the James Gunn movie? Didn't Is he the Tromeo? Yeah, James Gunn. He,
0: yeah, he got a start in, in Troma. He like did, yeah. He wrote that
1: movie. He wrote Tromeo and Juliet. So, James Gunn, the Guardians of the Galaxy, for the people that don't know, he's
0: kind of the, yeah, the creative force behind that. Yep. yeah. So,
1: and, mean, and these yeah. movies definitely, you you know, I mean, I don't know if anybody listening to this knows James Gunn's other movies, but like, was is it Sl- Slither, the one that well, I've never
0: seen Slither, but that's that's a James yeah, he a very kind of gross,
1: like sure. uh, you know, a lot of weird, like it, it very. You could tell it, it, Toxic Avenger has a lot of the DNA in his films, and then he has that one superhero movie with uh Dwight from the Office, very violent and like super. Right? Of, it's called Super, super isn't it? yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so over the top.
0: Um, yeah, you can yeah. see the sensibility, the violence Absolutely. and the 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 satire mixed in, although those movies are I think are probably better, quote, unquote done in terms of acting and visual effects standpoint. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But certainly the the voice or the the tone from the the trauma stuff.
1: So the, the so you mentioned Sizzle Beach, right? Was that one I That's said
0: uh Surf Nazis Much Die is one I okay. I've seen.
1: Sizzle Beach is another trauma movie starring the the kind of the spirit animal of this podcast, Kevin Costner. Is a uh, he starred in a trauma picture way back in the day? Are so, you serious? Yeah, 1986. It was never released. So apparently, uh, there's like a mystery science theater where they did it. So it never released, and he I think he paid a lot of money to like make it disappear. Sure. Once he became famous, so I don't think you can see it at all, but it is a like the, an official Trump movie.
0: It's Sizzle Beach. It seems like. Wow, a, that's yeah. fascinating. OK, that's super interesting. I mean, a lot of folks got their start in like cheap horror. I mean, George Clooney had one. Yeah, Here's Leonardo his, uh, DiCaprio's in one of the Critters movies. Cosner
1: was reportedly uncomfortable filming a sex scene. In the late 80s, Cosner tried to buy the rights so he could keep it out of public view. Oh, but they declined to sell. So it is out. I guess you can see it. But, so. All right.
0: Well, now you've given me a project. I'm going to try to watch yeah. that then, Matt. I feel like I'm obligated to watch it. Um, I, you know, I don't expect it to be as good as Toxic Avenger because this is, to- uh, Toxic Avengers is this perfect mix of, of all the things that I, I love in a, in a movie that's fun. But yeah, I, I'm definitely going to try to see that. That's fantastic. I learned something totally new today. Um, and yeah, that, that one's supposed to come, the new Toxic Avenger is supposed to come out in 2022 with Peter Dinklage as the guy that's bullied. The Melvin character who turns into the toxic Avenger and
1: how know, do you think that will like there's no way they're going to mirror the tone of this right well
0: there's That's so impossible. much about this you can't because this came out in the 80s and there's just things you can't do but if it's got Peter Dinklage as the guy who's tra- bullied by horrible people like Kevin Bacon and Elijah Wood doing their smarmiest, and I think both guys could probably do smarmy sh- you know really really well and it's hyper violent. That's all I want. I mean, I'd love for it to be practical effects, but I doubt it will be, because uh, Peter Dinklage could, could just be really, really great. I guess I don't want it to be a super serious take. Listen, I, will
1: it be serious or will it be funny? I I bet it'll go it's serious. It'll be a just a superhero movie. Because that's the other piece of it is like Marvel didn't Marvel buy the rights to it and then ended up putting out some
0: comics as well. They right? may have. I I at some point I don't know. Yeah, that's very possible. It got popular enough again. Via I remember video.
1: Toxic Avenger comics. I, yeah, okay, here, just looked it up. It is Marvel short-lived comic book series based off the film, published in '91 and '92. So I remember those comics coming out. It was a big deal. This
0: Toxic Avenger was a huge deal. It's kind of a cult. It's really kind of fits the definition of a cult a movie that wasn't initially popular but gained a lot of steam, uh, a lot of enthusiasm after its release. So I don't know. I mean, I, I try to describe this movie. It's it's. You should. It, if you're into violence and absurdity, it's fantastic. Uh, but but let's get into it. I mean, I, I don't I don't have a ton more to say. I mean, yeah, some of the things in it, I, I don't love the. I i I don't like the the gay characters very much. Yeah. That feels kind of uh, icky. Don't like that very much. Um, but most everybody else that's vile. I mean, they're people that should be vile because they're characters who are going to be violently murdered because they're awful. So then when they say awful stuff, they're punished for their actions. But um, otherwise, I love the soundtrack. I think the music in this is all incredible. Oh, it, the, it
1: just it bleeds 80s, right? Like everything oh, about it. Doesn't it doesn't get 80s.
0: more 80s. Yeah. It starts with it was the, the thing I led. My, my song was the Sandy Farina song called Body Heat. The movie opens with this montage of people working out and a lot of like people's bodies, faceless bodies working out in the gym. And it's this just really cheesy Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical kind of thing. It's great. And then it's got this Rocky theme song. Well, not like Rocky, the boxer, but like just hair medley. And there's just this smalty love song during the love montage, because of course, Toxic, the toxic Avenger falls in love with the blind woman that he saves at the taco joint. Um, and it's just filled with just fantastic music all the time. I mean, I don't know. It's great. I, I love almost everything else about this movie. But Eric, why don't you give me what? What is your rating for the Toxic Avenger?
1: Yeah, you know it's, it's this is a hard thing because because it's not a serious rating, right? Like, I mean, or maybe it is for you. For me, this I mean, if I was gonna put this up against other movies that I consider great, I wouldn't give it the same rate. So I gave it a three and a half, which is pretty good for me. That's a pretty high rating. Um, you know, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's it's bad. I mean, it's a it's terribly made if you're going to actually like review it like a real film. Um, but it's, it made me laugh and I'll never forget some of the things that happened in it. So yeah, I gave it a three and a half.
0: Well, I'm with you. That's hard because you're trying to think of something transcendent and really cinematic and meaningful and profound or whatever. When you think you give it a high rating,
1: it's not a great movie uh, uh, with a,
0: it's enthusiastically made. I love the practical effects. Uh, uh, and and the makeup and the music and there's so, so many aspects of it that are great but it's also one that, that i love more than it's better i mean if i make a distinction between what well, i value well, as artistically well, relevant versus what brings me joy you mentioned and subjective
1: the artistically relevant it was this movie like trying to could you make an argument it was really trying to make this sort of uh, statement about like global warming and environmentalism and like were there some themes that were maybe, you know, about bullying and all that stuff? Could you actually read into it, or is it just, just a stupid movie about this guy well, that falls Well, you can read into anything.
0: And I've seen this movie enough times where my brain will go to those weird spots where I'll find it more... I'll find whatever kind of commentary I want that makes sense. I mean, to me, you can find something about violence in movies and what this is saying. Because, because it's so absurd, and it makes the characters, the villains, so absurdly vile and evil. And it makes its protagonists so saintly and hunting out evil it, it, it's sort of a, a commentary on on violence and a spoof and a parody of these like revenge movies like a movie like death wish right a movie like death wish doesn't have any interest in figuring out what, where criminality comes from it just says these people are awful and we need some tough guy with uh karate skills and a gun to, to murder everybody yeah
1: the clean eastwood view yeah, on it's not crime. interested in
0: actually deconstructing what's going on and why there's so many criminals and what the problems are other than just uh, liberals are too weak. It's, it's like, and this is sort of a commentary on that because this is like, it does that, but turns it up to 11 and it's like, all right, fine. I mean, that's what this movie is. This is as absurd as that. You can do that kind of thing. Certainly they're criticizing pollution and, and making fun of New Jersey. New Jersey is considered just this like, you know, slummy dumping ground for New York's, pollution basically and that that was a thing i think in the 80s so there's that if you want to read into it um so yeah if you want to read something about about global warming you, you can if he's your version of captain planet that's fine uh i think mostly it's just a a loving lovingly made try hard though not professionally made you know spoof of superhero and um you know revenge movies, and I, and I love that they play it straight. There's just no winking in the camera. I mean, there's a lot of jokes, but no, it's not meta in the way that like Deadpool would be. There's no commentary on it. They just, well, like, we're gonna take the tropes and we're just gonna ratchet them way the hell up. Deadpool is an interesting.
1: I, I thought about that too when I was watching this movie because Deadpool is a lot. I mean, I think it's trying to be. It's trying to be funny, whereas like this movie, I don't think really was. It just, it just is funny. there's no jokes in it. You know what I mean? Like Deadpool's just riddled with jokes, but like a disfigured superhero comes back. uh, Kind of a similar, I I thought about Deadpool a lot when I was watching this movie. I don't know if the same was for you, but
0: a little bit, but in in contrast, but yeah, I mean, they play it straight. I mean, I think it is made as a comedy, but the comedy comes from, we're going to play it straight. We're not going to make over jokes. Like there's going to be some, like the characters like that, that, Oh, I I can't hit people with my car anymore because I have to go to church tomorrow. I need to be rested for church. That's a joke, but the characters in that scene aren't treating it like a joke. They're like, of course, you've got to be a good person and go to church. It's very important. Uh, And totally distanced from the fact that they're doing this horrible, violent thing that they don't care about. Um, I guess that's where the thing
1: The mayor to see if he has any guts and ripping out I mean that's I guess a joke joke. Yeah, that's
0: like a superhero thing though. You make a pun and they did this one is just violent and gross, but it's like let's say if he has any guts or um yeah, I mean I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but he has a bunch of them when he kills people with with absurd (laughs) just absurd, corny superhero puns, but in the context of violence. Um all right, so, so I, it, right.
1: what is your rating? Did you even say well, it? I
0: can't. I, I can't. No, I didn't. I was. I was. I was doing a lot of stage setting, like you were. I was kind of trying to make a. There's movies I'm gonna evaluate seriously on their artistic merits, and then there's movies that you know I'm just gonna love. On its artistic merits, it's not very good at all. Other than the, I mean, there there are parts of it that are genuinely really good, and um, I, I love that you can see the passion that everybody made it, loved it. That, that's endearing to me. It's um, so when I have trouble being rational. I mean, I, I'm gonna. This is this is. But it's a subjective thing. I'm gonna give you my subjective rating. You know, I, I, I'm gonna give it a four out of five, and and that's me being more critical. I mean, for for my taste, it's almost a perfect movie. It is. It, I'm looking forward to forgetting a little bit about it and watching it again in a year or two. When I'm just like, you know what, I'm having a, a bummer of a day. You know what? Let's let's turn on Toxic Avenger, and I will feel better. Have a couple beers. And yeah. I will be having yeah. a great time for me. So I, I love it. It's it's in this camp of rewatchable movies that are just pure comfort food for me, subjectively. But yes, I would not. My mom would not enjoy it uh, at all. A lot of people I know wouldn't enjoy it, but it's right up my alley. So I love it. Um,
1: so we're, we're just a half point off. Look at that. Look at us.
0: Look yeah, at us. That's fine. I yeah I well yeah. So are you uh, the hot wings hot ones guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, you, me and Paul Rudd. <laughs> that's right. Your your favorite your favorite actor of all time, Paul Rudd. So, this is a little tricky. This is like a low-budget movie from the mid-80s. N- there are no famous people in it, with one possible exception.
1: One exception, yep. That's where I went. I'm sure Oh, you went with place. the
0: exception. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what? how are you connecting this to uh, Field of Dreams?
1: Well, so, I'll go first. So, yeah, you mentioned the possible exception. So, Marissa Tomei is actually in this movie. Um, she's one of the women working out at the um, uh, athletic club, and she's like screams once when he comes into the locker room. Uh, so she's not even like she doesn't even have a line. I think she just no. She's an un- just,
0: she's like an uncredited yeah. extra.
1: But yeah, she's in this movie. So, uh, I started with her, and she is in a movie called Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin movie, starring Robert Downey Jr. Um, also in that movie is James Woods. He's kind of a right wing lunatic now, but. For a minute there, he was like a big-time movie star. Um, he's also in a movie called Casino, a uh, Scorsese movie. And in that movie, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's in JFK. And JFK is also starring Kevin Costner, who's in okay. Field of Dreams, right? So uh, we're connecting this back to Field of Dreams, making this our mm-hmm. Iowa connection here with our guy yes, Kevin Costner. Yes, yep. So, yeah, those the are rocks. my five movies. So so Chaplin, uh Sorry. So uh, toxic vendor to Chaplin, Chaplin to casino, casino JFK, and JFK to Field Games.
0: Yeah, sounds good. So I I, I did two sets because there was the Miss Marissa Tomei route, um, which I I thought about and I, and I created a line. She's since she's an uncredited extra. Yeah, she doesn't have any speaking lines. This is one, and then another one with with the uh, the actor that plays the I'm gonna I'm gonna say both just because I I had a lot of fun with this. This was a little more. Um, little more challenging so i'll start with marissa tomei marissa tomei is in a movie called my cousin vinny with joe pesci she may have heard of um joe pesci is in the movie home alone the first one with john candy and then john candy's in a movie called uncle buck fantastic uncle buck and his girlfriend in that movie is played by amy
1: is it macaulay culkin also in and Maca- uncle buck
0: yep or and no? in home alone so yep. a couple of different routes you could have could have gone um from uh, from Home Alone, but yes. Um, and then I wanted to reference John Candy because I love John Candy, he's awesome. Um, and then Amy is it is it my gun? I'm not sure I'm saying her last name correctly, but she uh, she's Kevin Costner's um, wife in Field of Dreams. Oh that's, yeah, that's the that's the Marissa Tomei route. And then the other one is Patrick Patrick Kilpatrick. Um, he plays Leroy, the guy with all the face paint in the taco scene. Okay. So he he is uh, he's a character in a movie called Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. Have you are you familiar with the Three Ninja series at oh, all? I'm very
1: very familiar with the original Three Ninjas.
0: Yeah, well that was the best one. That was the one I've seen. Yeah. but there was there was. Uh, is
1: that is that a, uh, Rob uh, Roy Schneider? Rob Schneider, isn't he? No, in that's that? that's Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. Okay, what's which one's Three Ninjas? There or are three white
0: suburban kids who have. Uh, <laughs> An Asian grandfather. Oh, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. And yeah. he
0: teaches them karate. Yep. And for some like I think the grandpa gets kidnapped by some horrible, like, ponytailed drug dealing villain, the kind of like late 80s, early 90s villain that you had. And they have to fight they fight burglars with their karate skills yep. and they rescue Definitely the grandpa. Remember that one too. That's yeah. the first one. And then there's two other sequels. One of them was uh I, I don't remember which it was this is the second or third one, but this is there's one called Three Ninjas Knuckle Up. And uh, so Patrick Kilpatrick is in that movie um, when the grandpa, the Asian grandpa is Victor Wong. That's the actor that plays him. And Victor Wong is definitely somebody you'd recognize from other stuff. He is in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh for yeah,
1: months. for sure. Um, and uh, Gremlins too, right? Is that the same uh, guy, different guy in Gremlins? But oh, he's
0: that's... in like the Golden Child um, and he's in some other stuff too uh, that you recognize. He, Tremors, he was kind Tremors, of,
1: Tremors, right? He was Tremors in... is what oh. it is. Yes. There,
0: that's the other one I couldn't think of. Yes, he's absolutely in Tremors as well. But I went with Big Trouble in Little China with Kurt Russell. Uh, and then once you get to Kurt Russell, you can go to uh, uh, Wyatt Earp with Kevin Costner. Uh, that's another route you can take. So I wanted to, I wanted to use Marissa and then maybe, if that's a cheat, have a, a, an alternate route uh, for that one. So, all right. Well, we love Toxic Avenger. If you like violence, absurdity corny acting, great practical effects. Watch X Avenger. But Eric, what are we watching next week?
1: All right. So, uh, next, next pot of dreams. We're watching a movie called THX
0: 1138. Oh my God.
1: Okay. Um, Excellent. it's a wild title for a movie. So you probably never heard of it. It's actually on HBO max. So, so move it, uh, go ahead and check it out. It's a movie. Uh, the first film directed by a guy named George Lucas, yeah,
0: no, anyway, I've seen it. I'm looking forward oh, yeah, to watching Oh, you seen it. it before?
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. I've oh, never yeah. seen it. So I, the reason I picked it, uh, reading this book, and it was talking about the history of that movie and his first film, is before Star Wars, before, um, you know, anything, any other movie yet. So I uh, want to see it, I want to check it out. I think it's kind of a uh, divisive movie. So, uh, yeah. THX 1138, George Lucas movie on HBO Max is up next.
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Give us likes, download, listen, subscribe. We love you. Thank you.
1: Hey, Ben, no ticky, no washi. Oh,
0: my God. Peace. Okay, peace.